Good evening, it is I, the Corpus Christi Joker, and this is my official podcast review for Thor, Love and Thunder. Welcome to J-Waves. As always, I got to see this amazing movie tonight. It was so fun. It is directed by Takia Wakiti, who is a director that I love because I love what we do in the shadows, and he is a creator of that. And I just think he is such a fantastic uh, comedic genius, and his comedic genius always comes through throughout his movies. And Thor, Love and Thunder is no... Uh, it, <laughs> it is actually perfect. This is exactly the, exactly what I thought it was going to be uh, following up Thor Ragnarok, which is a hard thing to do. It's hard to follow a movie that everybody loved, Thor Ragnarok. Um, so yeah, he took some chances and he did some different things. I think he, he went more artistic and more comedic with this movie. But uh, let's get into it. Of course, it stars uh, Chris Helmsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale as Gore, which was amazing, the God Butcher, Tessa Thompson, Taka Wakiti, of course, is the voice of Korg. Then we got some other people from uh, the other worlds, like Russell Crowe plays Zeus. We get to see Jamie Alexander come back as Siv, which was an awesome performance. And we got all the Guardians of the Galaxy in the movie as well. Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillian, um, Palm Cliff, um, Sean Gunn, we got Groot, Mr. Vin Diesel, we got uh, Rocket, Mr. Bradley Cooper, and it was just amazing. Um, huge shout out to Carly Reese, who plays Meek, which was absolutely hilarious, even though it was a couple of different uh, parts, but man, that was really funny. Um, I'll just go down the line and say, like, kind of just go over like a small little character review on each person. Um, of course, right off the bat, Chris Helmsworth is the star of the show as Thor, and I think he's always been the fantastic Thor. I always love thinking about the story of how he got the part of Thor, and that was the original creator of Thor, uh, was sitting in a room, and he heard Chris Helmsworth talking in another room, and the creator says, who's that talking in the other room? And they go, oh, that's Chris Helmsworth, and he goes, that's interesting, He's like, because every time I write Thor, that's the voice that I hear in my head when I'm thinking and talking to Thor in my head. And, well, the rest is history. Chris Helmsworth then got cast as Thor, and here we are now. Four movies in. He's a, force, he's a first, I think, Marvel superhero to have his own standalone, four standalone movies. And, uh, yeah, that is fantastic. He did such a great job. What I, what I found different about the movie is, yes, it was really funny, but, man, when Chris Helmsworth emotes sadness... He could really come. You could really feel it coming off the screen. I mean, I got sad a couple of times just because of how he was reacting in the scene, and that's really interesting to me because he, it just shows he's a really good actor because he really can feel that that sadness. And then he also pulls off awkwardness really well too. There was a scene where he's talking to some children that were captured by Gore, and his the way he comes across to the children is so awkward, and you can really feel that. I think that's really funny. Uh, but of course, his comedic timing is. Is, is, is crazy because he's just so funny naturally and the movie like I said had a lot of funny scenes that I didn't, didn't expect uh, one of the funny things was the two goats that he gets as a gift for saving a planet constantly were just screaming 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 and it was never not funny for me I thought that was hilarious um, huge fan Natalie Portman I think she uh, is a fantastic actress and also singer um, seeing her as Lady Thor or the Mighty Thor was um, amazing a true dream to come true. I was really, it was really impressed with how she looked when she was um, the mighty Thor. Uh, but in saying that, it, some of the scenes just felt awkward with, with her in them. I don't know. She just felt out of place. And I know that was kind of her character. Maybe that's how good of an actor she was that I 
I fell into the trap of what she was doing, that she was so awkward, but I don't know, there was a sense of awkwardness. Um, her and Thor have great chemistry. Her and Valkyrie had great chemistry. But there, uh, it would just seemed, I don't know if it was her fault or that the movie felt rushed. I mean, a lot of things just happen um, too easy. It was just like way too easy. Let's go here, they're there. Let's go here, they're there. Um, I think the pacing was really, really unusual. I'm not sure if that's editing's fault or just in how they created this movie. They wanted to have a fast pace and it didn't work out the way I think they thought it was going to. Not saying that it's a bad movie and not saying that it's anything negative. Just the pacing was off and I thought that was weird and I felt that the most with Natalie Portman's actions and how she acted. I felt there was a real sense of... uh, awkwardness and she was completely off now i gotta say my favorite part of the movie and this is i guess this is a you're gonna love it or you're gonna hate it but christian bale's performance as gore the god butcher was to me epic it was amazing he went from every emotion possible he emoted fantastic on every level from beginning of losing his daughter to revenge of killing all the gods to interaction with all the characters here to being the main villain to understanding what he did was wrong to becoming the hero of his daughter and and doing what he had promised in the beginning to for her it is quite the performance i mean christian bale i know he's a fantastic actor but man i would have never thought that you would get the quality of his acting all in one movie and it would be a thor movie of all that of, of, of anything he's ever done I think this would be like the um, this would be like the most epic example of how great Christian Bale's acting is and that's all encapsulated by what he did in Thor Love and Thunder as Gore the God Butcher it is absolutely amazing I'm still in shock because he just did such a great job and it was really really well done and he, he is he is a very fine actor and wow you know I, I don't I would and he's he was a Batman. I wouldn't say he was one of my favorite Batman, but he was a Batman. Um, and I've, I really like him because of that. But man, him as Gore the God Butcher was epic. I almost wish we were going to see him again sometime in the future, which is possible. It's just Marvel. Anybody can come back because of the multiverse. So it's possible we can get a different Gore the God Butcher from another realm that might be stronger or crazier or whatever. So it's all possible. Uh, Tessa Thompson as King Valkyrie, of course, always puts in a solid performance. She did a, the exact same job she did the last time in Thor Ragnarok. Solid performance, really well done. Everybody's chemistry together is just so much fun. So, yeah, that was perfect. Uh, Korg, which is played, of course, by the director, Taki Wakiti, he does such a great job of being the comic relief and him singing on the uh, boat whenever um, Jane Foster and Thor were having their moment. That was such a great part. <laughs> it's just so funny to hear him be that character. He really loses himself, and he becomes Korg, and Korg is just so great. So well, there's a part where he meets somebody named Dwayne, and you'll know what that is here in a minute whenever you watch the movie, but God, that was just so funny. One of my um, great friends said that's probably a stab against the rock, and I think that she's right. So I thought that was funny, like, <laughs> especially when you see it and you, and you know it's going to be really funny. Uh, Russell Crowe plays Zeus. Again, stellar performance. Uh, accent was a little weird, uh, but yeah, he got the job done. And when there are cut scenes, I'll say that at the end of the credits. So please stay tuned for those. And it is 100% worth it. And I'll say Zeus has a lot to do with that. Um, 
Again, Jamie Alexander showing up as Civ was awesome. I love Jamie Alexander. She was my pick to play Wonder Woman if they ever were going to do a real Wonder Woman movie. She would be the perfect Wonder Woman, and uh, she kind of plays that character as Civ here. But man, it's just so nice to see her on screen. It's so nice to see her come back and solid performance. Did a really great job, you know, doing what she was doing, even though she lost something very important to her. It's just nice to see her on screen. She's an absolute beauty. I think it's fantastic. And I'm going to lump them all together. Guardians of the Galaxy had a very short little cameo. Worth it. Um, but I, they gave a lot of that away in the credits. Uh, excuse me. In the uh, preview. In the preview, you pretty much saw all of the stuff that Guardians of the Galaxy are going to do. So I thought that was really fantastic. Um, they did a great job. And they always do. Um, but I want to come back to Thor. You know, Thor has just been such a great character and he's he's had he's lost so much and it's just amazing that he uh they keep doing this to him he keeps having so much loss and uh he just handles it so well but it is really really sad like i said when chris hemsworth gets really sad it really does feel sad he emotes that very well i think uh i think he's a fantastic actor and he's the perfect person to go through all this kind of I guess trauma and um, wow, you know he's something else. I, I just don't know what else to say about Chris. That other than, you know, he does a great job. This is a this is a fun movie. It has a, a lot of rewatchability. I like to see it again just because there's a scene where they go to all where the where all the gods are. And I like to see if I see anybody that I didn't catch before. That was actually really cool. Um, <clears throat> but also as a fun factor, it's a fun movie to watch. I could watch it again and again, like Thor Ragnarok. I could see it again. There's one part there that I would just love to see a group or like a whole theater full of kids. I like to see them see this part in a movie and just see what they do. I can only imagine what kids those age of the kids that they had in the movie um, watching that scene would be doing after the movie. I had two kids with us and they were fighting like they were both Thor and um, Mighty Thor right after the movie. So I thought that was interesting. I love seeing that movies invoke imagination and creativity and I got to see it right after the movie immediately. Um, two kids were fighting in the hallway and they were both pretending they were Thor or Mighty Thor or they're both Thor. <laughs> Either way, it was just nice to see that that exists and I would love to see how the kids are reacting to a certain part of the movie and you will know it whenever you see it. Um, it was just it was just, it was was just just fun to watch. I, I, I give uh, Taki Awakiti a very nice pat on the back for having that in the movie. I thought that was really special for, for all kids all over the world because they were all represented in that scene. So, a uh, really, really interesting movie. Um, so, uh, okay, overall, you know, overall, I absolutely loved it. I think it was fantastic. Um, it moved the story along. There is a fantastic cutscene that is just so cool and, and such a dream to see, especially for anybody that is a fan of Silver Age comics uh, like myself. It is something that happens that is just absolutely amazing. So, I'm so happy for that. Um, number score, I gave it a solid, uh, 7 out of 10. It is an absolute 7. It is fantastic. It is fun. Um, it, I think it hits all the bells and whistles that it needed to hit, and it is totally worth watching. It's family-friendly, and I think they only say the S, they only say, like, the S word once, which is shit. They say that once, so if you don't want your kid to hear that, that's in the movie about seven or eight times, but I think they're all perfectly placed because some of the things that they're looking at are exactly what that would emote other than that 
the soundtrack was fantastic. Um, like I said, I think the pacing was rushed. The cinematography was gorgeous. As I stated, Takia took some chances as far as artistic chances. Uh, some of the shots that he put in there were beautiful. There's a point where the movie goes from color into solid black and white, and I absolutely love black and white. I am a black and white artist slash photographer, so I love black and white. That was really cool on how they did that, and I think that was very, very um, risk-taking, and it, was, it, it totally worked. It was perfect for the scene. Um, <clears throat> as a whole, I think you should definitely go see Thor um, Love and Thunder. It was absolutely fun. It was a great, a great reminder of how, again... Thor is such a fantastic actor, and Christian Bale is such a fantastic actor, and Natalie Portman is such a fantastic actor. They do all their jobs so freaking perfect, and I love that so much. So, I'd like to know what you guys think. If you all saw uh, Thor Love and Thunder, please let me know. Comment on anywhere this is posted, or comment on this video anywhere you listen to it, in any platform across all the podcast platforms. I would love to hear what you have to say about it. I enjoyed it. I, I think I'm going to see it again just so I can really get a good grasp on it. But my initial review Thursday night right after we just watched it is I loved it. It was fantastic. 7 out of 10. Can't wait to see it again. Can't wait to hear what you guys think. And as always, thank you guys so much for riding the waves with J-Waves.